More than half of high-growth companies struggle with the sales development process. If you want your sales team to have more at-bats with decision-makers at target accounts, talk to Inside Sales Team, the sales development team experts at InsideSalesTeam.com. You're listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum focused and dedicated 100% to sales development. If you care about growing your skills and getting more new sales appointments, pipeline, and closed one deals, you came to the right place. Subscribe to the show on YouTube, iTunes, or Spreaker, and be sure to go back and listen to all the episodes for the best strategies, tips, and tactics out there on running a high-performance sales development program. And now, your host, founder, and CEO of TenBound at TenBound.com, David Delaney. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sales Development Podcast. I am very excited about our guest today. This is Mr. Amit Bendoff, who's the co-founder and CEO of Gong.io. Amit, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, David? Oh, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. I have been watching your space for uh, quite a while now, very interested in what you guys are doing. And this is from my heart. I, I am really excited to talk with you learn about what you're doing, how you came to be solving this problem for us. And, you know, what I want to start with, I always uh, start with, if folks aren't familiar with Amit and your background, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be solving the problem that you are now at Gong.io. All right. So so first, I'm, I'm also very excited to be here, David. And Gong is the fourth company that I'm leading, and I've always been in technology companies. I was uh, one of the founding team members of Click Software, brought it from a zero to an IPO on NASDAQ. I was the VP of uh, marketing and sales at a company called Panaya in the ERP SaaS space and CEO of Sysense in the cloud business intelligence space. And most of my time ran sales and marketing teams. And the idea for Gong came after seeing the amount of investment that we're doing in marketing, generating leads, having a pretty disciplined operation. And a lot of it just goes to waste as soon as it gets to actually people uh, getting on a phone and talking with customers. In a nutshell, there are two levers that you can pull to have more, more deals. You can have more leads or you can have better conversations. Gong is dealing with a second, uh, which we saw that there are a lot of ways that you can get more leads, a lot of tools, a lot of money is going that way. We just wanted to have better conversations so people can close more deals. Okay. Very interesting. And a lot of the folks, as I mentioned, that listen to this are in the sales development world. So they're kind of that connective tissue between events and marketing and the top of the funnel and making sure that everything is you know, properly followed up on and they're talking to enough uh, folks to set up those appointments for salespeople. But first, I want to talk a little bit about the sales process and, you know, how Gong actually helps with ensuring that those calls are maximized. Because on the sales development side, we work so hard to set up the calls. And then a lot of times we hand those off and walk away. We don't really know what happens after that. So how does Gong help with the salespeople when they're actually running those calls? Okay, so, so it helps in, in a number of ways. So first, from a, a sales development perspective, it is very easy for an SDR to see what happened on a call, right? Often there is like either a disagreement or a misunderstanding or nobody has the time for proper feedback. With Gong, you just click and listen to the key parts of the conversation and see exactly 
you know, was it qualified? Was there a next step? Uh, what were the obstacles? And, you know, is what I've heard uh, on my calls and SDR is similar to what the uh, salespeople heard on their call. So that puts literally everybody on the same page, okay? So that's just connecting uh, two separate functions. In terms of the salespeople, Gong provides insights, either on a call-by-call basis, on an aggregate basis, how do you can improve your pitch, okay? So you can convert more deals. It does it by comparing the top performers to the average performance and shows what the differences are. It gives insights about every call, how you can minimize your talk time, how you can say the right things, and how do you handle objections. And it also finally allows to share calls within the company so people can learn from each other. Right. And so it's got applicability beyond sales, right? Because as I was uh, looking into it, product people can listen in to see what the salespeople are saying and customer success can listen in to see, you know, what's going on. So it also kind of connects other departments, right? Absolutely. This is the voice of the customer. And uh, we have a lot of product people that are addicted to, uh, to listen to calls. It's always very challenging for them to get on a sales call, but Gong is very easy and it can pick the ones that are interesting. If a competitor was mentioned or product features or any product feedback, and customer success, absolutely. First, this is like the uh, uh, the continuation of the sales process. So they can listen to everything that was promised or expected by that customer. And they also use it for their own calls. So about half of our customers use Gong across the board for sales development, for sales and customer success. Okay, great. So let's let's then focus more on the sales development side because... I would think that that would be really tricky. You know, as a sales development manager, I really want to know why some people are so much better on the phone than others. And some people can open up those dialogues better than others. And what what are the top performers doing on the sales development team? But at the same time, it's got to be weird to just call somebody up out of the blue, like a cold call, and it being recorded because there's different laws and things like that. And I'm sure you get these questions all the time, but how, how does that work with making cold calls or you know following up on leads and things like that? Okay, so first, it doesn't always work. So there are cases where it's not applicable. If uh, asking for consent does not make sense, you know, it's, it's hard to you know, pick up the phone and say, hey, would you mind before we start that I record this call? So there, there are several solutions. First, you could in calls where you need a two-party consent uh, or a multiple all-party consent, you can record just a salesperson. And there's quite a bit that you can learn just from what the salesperson is, is saying. And in states where you need one-party consent, then you can record both parties. There are other techniques to do it, but you should know that it's not appropriate for all calls. But in most cases, you should be able to record at least the salesperson and in a lot of cases, both sides. Gotcha. Okay. Because so, and like you said, there's a lot that you can get from just that one side to see how many times they're saying, um, and stuttering and are they, are they asking the right questions and things like that? And then does a software like yours kind of whittle it down for the manager so that they can just come in, boom, 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 you know, listen to it and then grab a few nuggets and then go into the one-on-one. Because I remember as a manager, a daily manager, 
you know, all of our calls were being recorded, at least one side. And but it was just, you know, hours of game tape and that I didn't have time to go through everything. And I, I think that with Gong, you can speed up that process, correct? Yes, absolutely. So first about the recording themselves, you can learn a lot from just a salesperson. One technique they're actually useful in more than one ways is paraphrasing, which is always a good idea. So if what, for example, so if I understand correctly, what you're telling me that your problem is that you don't have visibility into your cash flow. Okay. So that already puts like a lot of information and it's it's also good sales technique. In terms of the insights, yeah, it, it is very easy. You could set up alerts and reports for different behaviors. Okay. For example, when we started our SDR team in our early days, I had an alert for calls that were had a meaningful conversation that were taking like 10 minutes, but did not have concrete next steps. I would get an email, click on the call, quickly understand what was the issue over there. Did we just not do a good job enough convincing, or maybe this wasn't the right person, or maybe the lead wasn't qualified. So there are lots of calls, and it's very easy to find the uh, needle in the haystack, the calls that are interesting and require some coaching and attention. If you want to know how your team is handling competitive differentiation, you could very easily set up uh, an alert or a report that showed me all the calls where competitors were mentioned and didn't close. And finally, there are reports, okay, it'll show you some aggregate information about topics that are trending, about the differences between the various people and how they're trending over time. Inside Sales Team fully integrates with clients. CEO of Discover.org, Henry Shutt, partnered with us, and we've generated over $25 million in new business revenue. They are firing on every best practice for running a sales development team. Learn more at InsideSalesTeam.com. Okay, so you can set up these reports. Are, are these reports that you can get out of the box from Gong, or are these like custom reports that your customers usually set up? Totally, totally. Everything is, is out of the box. I mean, I mean, they become more meaningful once you have a good amount of data. I mean, they work from day one, but I wouldn't look at them in day one just once you have a little more data. Okay. That's amazing. Okay. So because, again, like I said, one of the main things that kind of kept me up at night as a sales development manager is, you know, why do we have such a wide variation across the team of effectiveness? And, you know, I couldn't sit there all day and listen to actually what they were saying on the phone. And when I look at something like Gong, it's it's uh, shortening the time frame that it would take to sit there all day, taking notes, you know, coaching, listening, and that type of thing, right? Yeah. So first, you know, it, it clearly shows you what are the differences between the people and uh, makes it actionable. So you can coach, people can actually coach themselves how they can get closer to the top performers. And second, I think you're touching on a second point versus uh, there's a lot of live coaching that is going on, okay, versus coaching by recording that I personally find is at least 10 times more efficient for a number of reasons. First, when you listen live, you don't know what you're going to be hearing. I mean, you could sit for an hour and just get dial tones and IVRs and voicemails. So there's not a lot there to coach. With recording, you can pick up calls that actually have meat on the bone and have coachable moments. Uh, so that's number one. Second, it's a lot faster to listen to a recorded conversation. We could speed it up. You could just pick up the interesting part. You can skip a lot of things that aren't interesting, and it'll take you a fraction of the time. 
And third, perhaps the most important one, it's like game tape. When you coach live, there could be a disagreement on what actually happened. You say, you know, you're saying a lot of ooms and ahs, and the salesperson would say, no, I, I actually didn't. Okay, now you're arguing about what actually happened, okay, versus like the lesson to be learned. And with recording, like everybody can see the same thing. Okay, so now you could see the facts and not waste time on establishing a common understanding of what actually happened. So these are the three reasons that recorded call coaching eats live coaching for breakfast. <laughs> nice. Exactly. And and gosh, I, you know, having the recording and being able to shrink down the time just to get that meat on the bone, that, that is so critical. I, I remember I had a sales manager once who would get on live chat and as I was making sales calls, would be live chatting me tips and, and things like that. And it was driving me nuts, you know, <laughs> it's just like I couldn't think because I was trying to read what they were saying and actually have a sales conversation. But if, you know, we can kind of boil it down to a few coachable points, go into the one-on-one, -on -one, let's work on that moving forward, bang, bang, go, it seems like it's a lot more effective. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can't like listen to other people whispering in my ear when I'm having conversation. I'm not good with multitasking. And uh, plus, you know, it's always do it when it's, you know, more a relaxed conversation. You're not in the heat of the moment and, you know, trying to close the deal. Exactly. Okay. This is really interesting. And this is, this is kind of a love fest for Gong. I just, as a disclaimer, you know, there are other products out there. I'm very interested in this space, but specifically what you've been working on, it's it's amazing the progress that you guys have made and also in communicating the benefits of of doing this type of coaching to the community. I know that Chris, I want to say his last name correctly, Orlob. Yeah. Chris Orlob, amazing right. product marketer, done a great job in communicating the, the message out to the community about how important this part of the process is and uh, the amazing work that you guys have been doing. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is the research that takes place because you've got such a vast amount of data at your fingertips on what works with regards to the conversations and what doesn't work. And you've been sharing some of that research lately. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, well that, that's the premise of, of, of Gong. I mean, it's like moving from theories and hypotheses and gut feelings to data. Uh, if you remember at the beginning of the conversation, there's a lot of science in marketing, and there's very little of that in sales. And that's what we have. We have a large research team, so we're 50 people, and we have six people on our research team and a data science team. So that's more than 10% of the companies. Uh, you know, I can't think of any company our size that will allocate as much. And we're doing it, uh, I mean, it's not for the marketing. We're actually doing it for the product. They work in anything from natural language understanding, from comparing data, from understanding what are the things that drive deal closure and tying it all together. And this is what we're building into the product. We are sharing things that are universal or true, that they work across a large number of companies. Okay, that, for example, we found that the optimal talk time is 46%. Okay, now for your company, you might, benefit from a different uh, ratio. I mean, it's always good to listen more than talk, but different types of call and different uh, companies have, you know, somewhat different dynamics. And this is what we uh, sell. So 
universal data available. We're excited because this is getting a phenomenal response. People are very hungry, interested, and it's data that they have not seen before. So there is a good amount of uh, appetite for the insight that we're providing. But the this is a byproduct of what we're actually building into our engineering function. Amazing, amazing. So there's over 10% of the company is just focused on you know, the, the research and the data that that is, that's amazing. And and I, you know, it's funny, it just made me think I, I was running a sales development organization that had 40 sales development reps. It had uh, three sales development managers. And I, I asked to break off one headcount for a sales development rep to have a sort of your data research analytics person specifically assigned to the team. And I got laughed out of the office. And I'm going, it's nuts. We're kicking out so much data and research here. One person can't, you know, grok all this information. You've got to have someone sort of as the navigator. So I can tell that we're on the same page in that regard. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather invest in a researcher, okay, that creates data that first builds the product and second creates some inbound traffic, versus in an SDR that would work hard with outbound cold calling. Okay, so I'd rather build a magnet than the, uh, you know, the, the guns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's it reminds me of like those old Viking ships, you know, that they had everyone rowing and, you know, all the, all the oars and everything are going in all these different directions and you're just kind of going around in a circle and they go, hey, hey get, get more people to, you know, do the oaring. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, wait a minute, guys, we got to, we got to break this thing down first and build and then build it back up. But anyways, I, I, I respect that. And like I said, the, the research that's coming out from you guys is just every, you know, it's, it's, it's just eye opening. And, and I feel like it's, it's two trends coming together in that it used to be, there was field sales and then kind of inside sales was, more of the appointment setting SDR function, but now you can close pretty big deals from the phone and over online. And so there's a tremendous amount of data being being produced and it opens up opportunities for companies like yours to take the data and, and push the practice forward. Yeah, absolutely. I've always considered, I think on one of the first people, like even like uh, in Almost 10 years ago, I had one of the first that actually had SDR teams, and I considered it an, an upstream sales team. This is not easier. This is not something that you do as a junior to get to like an account executive. It, it is an art and a craft and a science and, and uh, something you should master. Oh, man. I, I wish I, I know that we're up against the clock. I wish we had more time because we just recently had the sales development conference in uh, San Francisco. It was the first conference focused and dedicated 100% to sales development. And in, in my speech at the beginning, that's what I talked about in that it's not a bus stop. It's not a, it's not a, <laughs> a way station on the way to something else. It's a critical strategic imperative that we really need to start taking more seriously. So we'll make that part of part two of our conversation to meet. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I had SDRs that worked for me for three years. Because we, you know, we built a career progression. We, you know, we always like honed the craft, and and uh, you know, it wasn't something that you do as like as a, as a bus stop, as you said. Right, because <laughs> it's too important. I mean, if you if you 
uh, if you think about it, there's appointments, there's sales pipeline, and there's closed one business. And uh, they all kind of cascade down the funnel. So if we're not laser focused on the first part, which is getting appointments, then, you know, for example, with how Gong is analyzing the sales calls, if we don't have, you know, new sales appointments, there's not going to be any sales calls to analyze. So <laughs> it's, exactly. it's, it's a critical, critical strategic imperative. And like I said, you're up against the hour. This has been super interesting. I want to keep talking to you. We'll do a, a part two. If folks want to get in touch with you, get a demo, should they just go over to gong.io? Yeah, gong.io, or you could connect to me at LinkedIn, Amit Bendov. Uh, there aren't a lot of us out there, and then you'll get like the, all the posts and the updates and the data. Oh, perfect. Yeah, definitely. You want to get on that list. Uh, follow him on Twitter and LinkedIn as well to get those posts from Chris, because you'll learn a lot. I learn a ton from the content you guys are putting out. So Amit, thank you very much. And we'll talk again soon. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum 100% focused and dedicated to sales development with your host, David Delaney. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10bound.com.